Hey guys, this is Cameron. And it's Stacy. And Giselle. And you're listening to Put Your Oxygen Mask On First. Hey! Yay. Yes! <laughs> I was reading this quote and it says you can relax on a plane even though you don't know the pilot you relax on a ship even though you don't know the captain you relax on a bus even though you don't know the driver why don't you relax in life knowing that the universe is in control oh my god that is that's so a good true. one all right let's get into some hot top shit hot topics shoot you guys remember you guys remember the baby on the cover of that nirvana album Nevermind. oh my god the baby is like he was like naked and he had the dollar bill like in front of his face yeah and he's um 30 years old now yes well yeah now he's suing the band stating that it's child pornography he says that he has grown increasingly uncomfortable with how he came to be on the cover of it he says that he suffered lifelong damages because of it First of all, no one would even Aww. know who the hell you were if you would just shut the hell up. It's like, and you know, yes, go ahead. No one can. You're you were a fucking infant on the cover. Like, who was recognizing you as a 31 year old man and saying, "Oh, he's like no anybody in their right mind is recognizing that that's you on the cover of that Nirvana album." Nobody. And you know what the fucked up part is? Is like he recreates like throughout his life. He recreates the album cover, obviously covering his penis with, like, you know, swimsuit. Like, he recreates the album cover. But what, for me, like, trying to understand it more is he's just looking for money, right? Like, a quick cash grab. But for me to understand a little more and go a little in depth, um, he never earned a penny. Neither did his parents. Um, They never signed, like, a release or anything or a contract. And when I think about it, his his face there's like his pictures and on target t-shirts they're everywhere they're there it's global and like i'm like you know what okay get your little coin boo get your little coin you don't have to date like a million dollars or anything he's only suing six people for a hundred less than a hundred thousand so i'm like get your coin boo i i get it you know? i understand but what he's suing for like just make it about that like just like hey i never collected a coin off of this and but don't try to make it into some something that it's completely not yeah, I know. Child pornography. Come Your on. life is not distressed that's, because that's of this cover at all. Your life might be distressed. You don't got no money, but it's not distressed because of this <laughs> cover is ruining you. Like, please stop. Yes, he. It would. I could see it being like stressful, or like he could have sued at the age of twelve because, like, you're becoming like a, a man. You know, you're going through puberty, and people are probably making fun of your penis if they knew that was you as a baby on the cover. But like, oh. oh for that reason but come on you're a 30 year old man and nobody cares and nobody knows you right let's <laughs> just be let's just be real about it that's it yeah i was watching this recent interview with damon dash and he was you guys know who I damon dash him. is right yes yeah. i love yeah. him He's he the was reflecting of, um, oh go ahead he was reflecting on his relationship with Aaliyah. And um, did you guys know that Lenny Kravitz sent a private plane for Aaliyah, but her music video director took the plane instead and sent her on the one that crashed? No way. Lenny Kravitz sent her a personal plane, but instead... He sent her a personal plane. Instead, the music director, I think his name was Hype Williams, he took the plane that was originally for Aaliyah, and she got on the plane that crashed. Have you read on the the articles that are coming out that... um, 
they're saying that she took um, medication for to go to sleep because um, she was scared of flying and that they were saying that she was unconscious when they they put her on the plane. Really? Yeah, that's what they're saying. I was reading that she said she had a bad feeling about the plane and she was texting Damon like she doesn't she had an eerie feeling. She was scared of flying anyways. That plane in general, she just had this eerie feeling about it. Well, and the pl- why is it all of a sudden the articles are coming out? Do you guys know why? I think they were just like reflecting like was it has it been like 20 years? Yeah. It was like the anniversary and yeah, also like- the pilot was on cocaine and like um and drunk. Wait, what? Oh, yeah, that that's also was out in the articles. It's, it's been like all over um, social media like a month or so ago. Oh my God, I didn't oh, even wow. see that. Yeah, so that's, that's. I mean, obviously the, he just didn't give a fuck and just flew, flew them and just was Damn. a bad pilot. That's so crazy. I know, it, this all could have been prevented if it was like a healthy pilot that would have been like no this plane is too heavy with all your cargo like no you know yeah but like wow. and the, like i don't feel like life is like final destination like you can't cheat death like when it's your time to go it's just your time uh-huh mm-hmm. like That's all those circumstances think. it's like yeah that could have been prevented but maybe i mean regardless it was probably like just her time to go yeah i just because don't you see believe it. yeah true i feel you I don't, I don't, because I feel like you can also, um, you can also not taint, you can also control your energies so that mm-hmm. it's not like, you know, when a psychic says like to you at this time, well, you have free will. So like, yeah, for you have free will at any time. So it can also like be a different direction and life path for you. So yeah. I just don't feel like, I feel like she was taking from us too soon. Leah, I wanted to be like you when I like when I was a kid. I looked Same. up to you. <laughs> I loved Aaliyah so much. I was so fucking obsessed with her. Like Aaliyah was like my Rihanna. I was loved Aaliyah so fucking much. Me too. And you, that's crazy that she would have been turning 40. 40. I yeah. yeah. So I'm like, wow, imagine like she was a like a classic beauty. I can only imagine and she her bumping so i can um, bump and still to this day yes. still to this day <laughs> and i could only imagine all the great and wonderful things that she would have achieved um throughout her yeah like the but... level she'd be on right now like oh. i wonder if we'd have the star as we have now if Aaliyah wasn't gone i know maybe but not as big as Aaliyah, you know yeah so recently, did you guys see Kim Kardashian dressed in a wedding gown and reconciled with Kanye at his third listening party for his new album, Donda? Did you guys yes. see? Yes. What do you guys think about that? I didn't know. I thought she was just doing it for the show. I didn't know that they reconciled. I mean, well, the thing that the the statement was they reconciled, but like. It could have possibly been done for the show, but like I don't know, like what was the purpose? What was what were they trying to get behind that? Uh, to make money. That's it. <laughs> That's right. I think that they're both um, maniacal geniuses, and I mm. feel like everything from the show to the whole divorce thing to now was all a play on our emotions, and they were just the they were just the masterminds that created all this buzz just so that she can come out and we're talking about her and his album can be bigger than ever and his music yep. can be streamed bigger than ever. I feel like they were there. She's a product of Chris, Chris Jenner. I mean, mm. I, I feel like they <laughs> planned it 
and mm-hmm. I feel like they got us talking and they're laughing all the way. No, they're rolling and having a good time all the way to the bank. And I think it was perfect buzz. Um, that's what I truly believe. I believe that they never, ever were, you know, getting a divorce. Well, reconciliation does not mean they're not getting divorced anymore. It's just like they are like being friendly with their relationship. I thought they were always being friendly, though. Me too. I just don't know. The wedding gown was, like, pretty dramatic. (laughs) It was a Balenciaga. Yeah. But um, I I liked it. I I liked that statement. It was very artistic, in a sense. Like, you're going to, like, an art show. And I dig that. And, um, but, uh, because it got us talking. But like I said, there's there's always, like, an intention for their purpose. Always. Always. That's how they make their money. We should really be taking notes on that. Uh, yes. <laughs> well, anyways, al- oh, go ahead. I heard the I heard the album. I, I mean, the album's like twenty eight songs. I heard like six of them, and it's terrible. I don't know Everyone's what the hell. It's trash. I don't know what the hell I was listening to in the barbershop, but that was not it. It was really? really everybody. <laughs> um, the day that came out, I feel like everybody was like screenshotting. They're like, you know, they're posting their favorite song. And I didn't even listen to it yet. I mean, honestly, out of a twenty-eight songs, there's probably four good songs. So that's that's wow. still that's an F. Just you guys, you listen? No, I not at all. I'm not. <laughs> I've heard it's trash online. Big um like MCs and radio DJ hosts like Charlemagne the God and DJ Envy came out saying that it was trash. Chris Brown said he's a hoe and a clown. He uh, said that Kanye like- was a hoe and a clown. Yeah, (laughs) and Chris Brown really, (laughs) and everybody else like other celebrities that were supposed to be featured, like Soldier Boy and um, Kid Cudi and stuff. They're just saying it's trash Um, that he didn't feature them on anymore, and said he got the baby for his controversy and Marilyn Manson out of all people, which is disgusting. What the fuck was he doing there? Marilyn, I love Mar. I was a Marilyn Manson fan, and he made great music, but all this i don't know if you guys know um what's all in the media right now is how about how he would do sex like he was like a masochist masochist right yes and like a misogynist as well and he was like making people their sex like sex yes i heard i read that yeah grooming underage girls and like it just to me i heard he's just a shitty guy um, I heard that he would bring animals out to his show and like throw it in the mosh pit so they can stomp and get like die- I just heard <gasps> wait really yes yes of people being there like people are saying for years that he's had a terrible reputation and he's a very fucked up guy like I mean clearly I, you can see I that never knew, I, <laughs> right? I never knew that though that's so disappointing because I really liked his music So now I have to be, like, against him, that fucker. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so um, what about this new trend that is coming around social media saying that celebrities do not bathe every day or breathe their children every day? What do you guys think about that? Oh, my God. Like, first of all, another thing, like, why, like... Whatever your dirty habits are, whatever you want to do in your own personal life, like, why is that our business? Like, why do we need to know that you're not washing your ass? <laughs> I know. It's so funky. Like, I can like, smell it through the phone. I right. swear. Like, why is that our business? Why? Like, oh why? If you want to be that way, 
I don't agree with it. That's fucking disgusting. I'm not sleeping with you. But why does the world need to know that you don't like taking showers? You don't like washing I, your ass. Like, why is that uh, our business? Yeah, like, obviously, you don't want to get laid. Or you don't right. care about getting laid. Or obviously, you're giving up on yourself. Because, like, unless you have depression or a chronic illness or a disability, there's no fucking reason why you can't shower. You know what I mean? Like, I, like at least for me, I sweat profusely. I just have the sweaty gene, I swear. And sometimes I shower two, three times a day, depending on what I'm doing. I like to smell fresh and clean. You know what I mean? And I don't have a chronic illness or a disability in that sense. So I, I love showering. I love smelling good. I, you know, I love buying new products. I love flaunting. And this is so triggering. This topic is so triggering for me. And I'll tell you why. Like, um, in middle school, you know how they assign you, like, well, for us, they had they assigned you on the blacktop these numbers and you had to sit. Yes, I remember that. Yes. Yeah, like according to your last name. Mm -hmm. And there was this kid, this boy, and he sat right in front of me. And when I tell you that he smelled foul, <laughs> I'm not like, I'm not kidding you. He smelled foul. And not only did he smell foul, but he also smelled like shit, like caca, <laughs> like poo poo, like dookie. Like he really smelled like that. And, like, it was so bad that I had to have my mom write a note to the PE teacher to move me. Because oh my God. it was bad. I'm, like, not playing. I'll never forget this message. It was so horrid. <laughs> and I feel like, um, obviously, he didn't shower every day or take care of himself. But he did smell like a homeless man. Like, I know he, uh, maybe he was. Poor thing. He smelled like a homeless bum. Like, homeless guy. Like, you know what I mean? And it just, it's just... But it's so triggering because I'm like, how can you smell that? You you can't smell your shit coming out of your ass. You can't smell your armpits. Like, I know we're in middle school and puberty's going on. But, like, I can tell he obviously never showered, like, every day. Like, triggering for me. I'm sorry, guys. I'm, like, but very this is like this is, like, middle school. I'm talking about grown-ass adults. Like, Ashton Kutcher, Mila Yeah, Kunis, but they also Jake don't bathe their kids that much either, though. So yeah, exactly. They said unless they poop either. or something, or unless they smell, then they don't feel the need to wash Wait, them. So then, if they're saying unless they poop or something, they don't poop every day. Or they say unless they smell or something of that nature, like they don't feel the need to wash them. I'm like, if y'all want to be dirty together as a family and as a couple, disgusting. But like, why are you trying to make this a fod or a trend for everyone? Else? Like, why? Why do we need to know? Because <laughs> I know. No, I know. I feel like um, I read, I feel like Romeo, I feel like I read, um, I follow a lot of diversity, um, like people like Latinx or what have you, articles online. And it, what really touched me were, what really were, it said something like, um, not bathing your children, having these celebrities come out saying not bathing their children is white people privilege. And I totally agree. I mean, they don't have to maybe they don't have to sweat and, and work out as that much to either lose weight or bust their ass at work or whatever but i i, I totally agree with that headline i don't know how do you guys feel no i okay. feel like you need to at least be showering i take a shower three times a day because i'm, I'm a sweaty about, man like, white, but I'm like but that's like a plot twist but i'm talking about like in general i don't care if you're not sweating i don't like you need to shower at least once a day i'm talking about white people privilege I don't know what the privilege is. Like, fucking wash your ass. <laughs> I, yeah, I could see what you're saying, Giselle. I could see Thanks, what you're saying Dave. about that. Thank you for coming kind of through. Like, where it's kind of like, we're in, we're in 
third world or other countries where they don't have the resources to shower every day here you are saying like oh i do it as like a trend or like oh i don't feel like it oh Oh, i'm not sweating in the field turning my ass off so i don't have to shower or like i'm not yeah i I was like oh shit i never thought of it that way no that's true no it's it's so true like minorities in general work their ass off and some people can't afford water or pay their water bill um you know, every time or can't, you know, afford their water bill, I guess, something every time. And it's just, I totally agree. Real story. (laughs) Yesterday, I was like walking home and I saw this guy, this homeless guy was bathing soap and water and shorts. He looked young and he looked, he looked good. Um, He was bathing in a fire hydrant. Oh my God. He had soap and everything. He was kind of like attractive too, but like, <laughs> obviously like there's a struggle for him. Like, but he knows he's kind of like, I'm going to wash my body. Soap I and know. water using a fire hydrant. He's being resourceful. Yeah. But did he have clothes on? He had shorts on. Yeah. Oh, good for him. He wasn't showing his weenus. Well, if he was showing it, that got to be clean too. So. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think about the, Courtney and Travis um, PDA that's going on. Would you guys do the same PDA? Do you guys do that or no? Uh, me personally, I'm not into PDA. It's not for me. I've never been that type of person. Unless I'm drunk, then you might get a little more PDA oh, action wow. out of me. Okay. <laughs> but like on regular Cameron, it's not about it. But if that's what you like to do, that's on you. <laughs> what about you, Stace? I, I think it's cute. Whatever they're like trying to share they're in love or extra expressive i'm all about it like i'm courtney and travis all throughout my relationships i don't care look at my tongue (laughs) grab my ass um let's make out right here like did you see that scott apparently messaged her ex-boyfriend and was like talking crap about it yeah eunice i mean he's a he's a little scott is a little a little brat like who cares i think scott has borderline personality disorder honestly Mm. i think he has like these issues that i swear i mean he dates 18 year old women like what else do you expect that's so predatory (laughs) it's not cute (laughs) at all it looks like he has issues he's like 40 years old what do you guys think about rihanna's billionaire status I'm excited um, for her. Go ahead, I, I mean, do you guys do you guys think she learned a few tips from dating the, that billionaire, or do you think she was already well on her way? She was already on well way. on her way. Yep. Yeah. Agree. I yeah, think she was she... well on her way, but like, I wonder if like they had like conversations, like help put her more on game. Most likely. I mean, you're dating somebody who's a billionaire. I mean, you're gonna have to like get some tips along the way, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah. Um. Excuse me. I think she was like amazing in um, playing the playbook like out of the Kardashians and having multiple streams of income mm-hmm. come in mm-hmm. from like lingerie to skincare to makeup. And they were all successful because she was the face of them. And she's a hot commodity. She's so, the brand. She's the brand. Yeah, she's a hot commodity. And not only that, she's hot. And she's like our age. So I just feel like she- a great playbook from like the Kardashians like took a plate like a page out of their playbook I just wonder if she'll ever make another album or she's gonna pretend- if she's gonna continue <laughs> and be on this Mary Kay shit for life 
Oh no, you didn't call it Mary Kay. Shit. She is. I mean, I be buying her shit. I buy all her shit. But like, I really want to know: is the Mary Kay the life for her, or like wanting some music? Yes, yeah, she really I can don't. Go for I mean, too. she really has nothing else to prove. She can just chill and be happy with ASAP. But like on the low, I just need one more album from her. One more I album. Can, you know what? I can see her coming back at the age of like fifty. And no, like, that's not gonna work. An album and that's it's not just, gonna it's work. Fire and it's like gospel. <laughs> no. <laughs> like Snoop Dogg did some gospel albums and Kanye I will be so disappointed. <laughs> He's really upset right now. Reed, before you retire yeah. and start your family. Please give me one more album. One more album. That's all I need. And I'll How many good. tracks do we need on this album? At Be least satisfied. 12. 14. At least 12. Maybe 14 will be better, but at least 14. 12. Yeah, I'm I telling mean... you guys, there is nothing at all like a Rihanna album. There's nothing like it. Every and Rihanna we... album, I listen from start to finish, and I replay it until the next album comes out. Like There's nothing like her albums. Okay, Stace, you gotta like check this out. So Cameron has been such a Rihanna fan, <laughs> at least for over like a decade. And like when he lived in Rancho Cucamonga, I remember going into his room and he had a poster, a gray and yeah, a gray poster, black and white poster of her. And I was like, oh my God, she's so annoying. <laughs> Did you say that? Yeah. And he was like, you don't like her? And I was like, no, I was like her songs like Under the Umbrella and Go Mr. DJ, like we're going to party. I was like, they're so annoying. And you were like, I like her. And you had like her new, like her newer CD. That had was all out. of them. All of them. Like, lined up at in the my time. Car. And I remember just not liking her, like the initial, like Rihanna when she. I feel like none out. of my friends really liked her. But then they, they, they liked her when she came out with that album Loud. That's when everybody got put on game. Yeah. Yeah. So that's Cameron's fan, fan base, <laughs> fanatic phase. <laughs> Speaking of billionaires and rich bees, do you guys ever feel the pressure in today's world like you're not doing enough? Um, I'm going to say like a good 60% of the time. Do you feel like you're not doing enough? Yes. How so? Like, you know, when you see people, well, I, yeah, so based off of social media and you see like people like doing side hustles and here they are working out and yeah. they're going to graduate from school and then they're working and I'm like oh shit I like work like four days straight and work out two days and I'm like damn I'm tired like mm-hmm. my body needs to rest so yeah I do not a lot of the time like a good a good port like yeah 60% what about you guys go ahead Cam I feel like it's important to do whatever you do with like more mindfulness more mindfulness okay we get more richness out of life when we're a little more present so i think if you just make the most out of whatever you're doing and remember that happiness is a state of mind it doesn't come from the things you do but rather the attitude you bring to it Mm -hmm. because i realized like when i take the pressure off myself i'm able to access more of my creativity and wisdom so i just like don't put so much pressure on myself like just be more present and aware of my situations and just have a different attitude with whatever whatever it is that I'm doing. I agree. Um, at, for me, though, like at this point in my life, my motto is in today's world. Um, what is it? Is today's world doing enough for me? I mean, I'm asking myself questions like, did I make the most out of the day? Did I take advantage of what the world has to offer? I mean, don't get me wrong. Growing up in my 20s, I felt like uh, like I wasn't doing enough. But now I feel like I am enough and how I'm living my life is enough. 
granted, if I was like wealthy, I'd be more of a philanthropist and help out charities that I that I'm passionate about. Mm -hmm. But I do what I can what I have now. And um, I just think, you know, that you don't like don't put pressure on yourself. Just, you know, you're I feel like for me personally, like I'm being the best and version of myself in many different ways and that I'm enough. So I feel like, yeah, I'm doing enough. Obviously I don't have different resources to like help out like the homeless or like, you know, mental illness, but you know, I'm getting there. And that's one of my passions where I feel like maybe I may be lacking. Yeah. I feel like all you can do is just like work with what you have. Yeah. And that's exactly my point. (laughs) Does social media have an influence on you guys with how you feel about yourself? Go ahead, guys. Go ahead, yeah. Um, I'm highly aware that social media is all an illusion. We mm-hmm. only portray we only portray the good stuff and like only the highlights in our life because who the fuck wants to see anything else? Yeah. It's like most of the time people are doing the same regular regular shit that you're doing, but you're you're just seeing their glow up. So don't fall so far don't fall so hard for the hype. Agreed. Preach, preach and preach on period (laughs) yeah no for like to be honest sometimes don't get me wrong like I'm human and I have emotions which are annoying and so like um (laughs) and so like all like what'll fuck up my self-esteem is like when I see people uh, like have the things that I want to obtain that I haven't obtained yet but I'm like working on Mm -hmm. um that'll fuck up my self-esteem but then other times like I'll get my ego boosted because I posted a funny meme or like a picture or something and I'm getting like a good response or I'm getting messages or like you know and that'll be I'm like yeah I'm the shit whatever but um I'm in control of how I feel and my feelings and that's my main focus and it's just like exactly like Cameron said it's an illusion like Mm -hmm. it's not real life at least for me like I don't take it personally and I don't take it to heart um I can really care less. If you look at my social media, yeah, I upload pictures, but I can care less. Like I, I get like two, three likes and I don't care. I'm like, yeah, it's cool. Like I can care less about being a, a, a big social media presence and, and being popular in that sense. Like influencer um, is not your goal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't care. Like I take pictures, like just me in my weight vest or like me, you know, I, I was bored and I put some makeup on, <laughs> like, you know, I don't, <laughs> I don't really care, you know. And you go live, and you don't care. Yeah, I go live. I have three people that are in my live, and I'm like, hey, rocking with them. And Cameron's like the main guy that I'm talking to <laughs> the whole time. But I mean, I just, I just don't care about the validation. I mean, it's yeah. nice to be validated. Don't get me wrong; like, I'll appreciate it, but I don't, I don't care if that makes sense. What yes. about space? I think like between the two of you guys both said it perfectly. Like there, I do have emotions and I do have like weak moments where I'm like, Oh shit. Like, look at that. Or look at this. But then like Cameron said, you just remind yourself like this shit's your Pope. They're a good percentage of people are just posting their best shit. So why are you going to, why are you going to compare yourself and get yourself down over someone's best? Yeah, Exactly. And, like, even with social media, I feel like we create these ideas of people and how we think they should act and behave. And then we get mad or disappointed when they're not what we've created. Yes. Perfect segue. I couldn't agree more. You said what, Giselle? 
<laughs> oh, okay. I said, there's a saying where it says, I'm not responsible for the person you make me out to be in your head. And it's so fucking true. Yeah. When I date people, like date guys, they expect me to be like, I don't know what the fuck they expect me to be like, but I'm totally opposite. Like I'm tomboyish, girly. I like hood music. I... I I'm like I crack up weird jokes I'm weird and depressed like it's just all these things in one and they expect me to be like some like happy gallivanting bubblehead or some shit and I'm <laughs> I'm not I cuss I'm I'm human I'm a real person I I'm not dainty and um I think it's a beautiful thing that people are their own thoughts consci- consciousness and individual indiv- and express their individuality differently than when you expect Romeo this is not about you again oh my god sorry (laughs) like I feel like a person can only put on an act for like three maybe four months if they're good what do you mean like like a person uh, can only put on like like if you want to like really get to know somebody wait like three or four months they can only put on this act for like three maybe four months so like just take your time before like really deciding like how a person is I couldn't agree more because I feel like that just happened to me recently. Like I thought I knew this person and we were close and we would like confide in each other with stuff. And then some situation happened where I thought that this person would like kind of be on my side, but they totally crossed me and they totally violated what I thought was like friend slash girl code. And I'm like, damn, like I feel like a deer in headlights because I totally thought you were something that you're kind of not. So, do you guys feel like insecurity and trust coincide? Go ahead, guys. Um, yes. Did and I... can you be more specific with the question, though? It's like, um, <laughs> if you're insecure, does that also mean like you have like, if you're insecure, does that also mean you have like trust issues as well? Hell yeah, that goes. So they're both the same. Yeah. And so, like, is it possible to, like, just be insecure alone and not project that on your partner? Or, like, what is it your partner... What can your partner do to support you in the situation if you're insecure? Well, I mean, obviously, your partner can reassure you all the time. So you need lots of reassurance. And have, like, words of affirmation. Like, we were talking earlier about love languages, which we were, like, saying you were dysfunctional, which you're not. I'm dysfunctional. But anyhow, <laughs> like, um, but like at the same time, like trust and insecurity go hand in hand. Um, that's more common in people than just being holding it all in for yourself that you're just insecure. Like, you know what I mean? It goes hand in hand for the most part. What do you guys think? Like, cause I feel like I can have like insecure moments, but it doesn't, it's not, it's not part of my being. Like if I was in a relationship, like, that wouldn't that that would not affect the relationship at all like i can handle whatever i'm dealing with by myself where it's not like projected onto like my romantic relationships we're stressing them out with my insecurities well that's called maturity and self-regulation i guess you would have to i guess it would have to be like more detailed of like what type of insecurity it is to where it would affect the relationship and i think if you're insecure and you were like, what did you say? Like something about your partner would have to reassure you. I also think your partner should try to understand 
why you're insecure if you are insecure and if it is affecting the relationship. I'm so insecure, like so fucking insecure, but secure at the same time, like so fucking secure. And it's just (laughs) so annoying because I flip flop and I'm like, oh, my God, get it together. And I just I just attribute to my bipolarness because I mean, like who really walks around like that with that insanity in their head thinking that they're so fucking secure, but so as well insecure. So I have to like get it together in my head and give myself like a little pep talk. I don't know if anybody out there can relate. <laughs> yeah, me. That's why I was like, wait, what? <laughs> so that's me in a nutshell. <laughs> so you guys, like, what's the biggest l- lesson that life has taught you? Go ahead, guys. You're in charge of you. That's probably my biggest lesson. Yeah, yes, like sir. it's on it's on you to get you where you want to be. That's exactly what I was gonna say, guys. The like, power like, rests in your head and your hands. You can only control yourself and no one else. Creepy. As long as you don't lose that, you'll be good. <laughs> yeah, no, you're responsible for your consciousness, the energy you put out there. You're responsible for your time management. Nobody's going to get up and save you. Like, nobody. And people need to get that out of the head because we grew up on Disneyland movies and, like, Lifetime Everyone's looking for Prince Charming and and he's not there. And everybody's, yeah, waiting for somebody, like, a fairy godmother or a nun or somebody to, like, no, nobody's going to do the work for you. The work internally, the work physically, you know, the work spiritually like mm-hmm. you know that's why and i find it weird when people get obsessed with like you know things like that and i'm like come on like you're your own person you have the power do not do not um what is it called do not belittle yourself and take away that power from yourself you know you need to you can re- you have can rely on others for support and love like loved ones and friends but they're not going to do the work for you you have to do it yourself internally exactly Ugh, internally before we go don't forget to fly and choose what's good for your soul not your ego and remember to put your oxygen mask on first hey signing out peace